This is Brad Julius Adio me again, and we have been going through the Christ Abolished Death series, which this my book on Amazon actually is a compilation of sermons over the years that have that have recorded Christ as abolished death sermons on how the Lord has prepared restoration and we were talking in the last broadcast we talked about the restoration God promised how what how it started by we talk about the degeneration of mankind through Adam that was expected to live for eternal Adam was expected to live forever and he lost the glory and he was cut down to he has only to live for one day one thousand years is one day so he didn't live for one day which was he died at the age of maybe nine hundred and thirty years is 1,000 years one day. So from that one day, which is now something that he, or that he, he lived, it was degenerating, degenerating to, by the time he got to Abraham, it was now 175 years. By the time he got to Moses, it was 120 years. By the time he got to King David and Israel, it was like 70 and 80 years, according to the book of Psalms. That was the generation. But God promised that He will restore. And I'm going to talk about that restoration. That's what we are talking about in the last broadcast. The restoration God promises to restore us gradually also back to that which Adam lost. And how God planned it, you can see by the time Christ came, the restoration is started. And then the Lord said, If a man keep my sage, I never see this. It's part of restoration. Because he's going to reverse the aging process for those who will keep his saying one gradually. And at the final time when Christ is going to come by, there will be rapture, which will be the saints that are alive will be suddenly changed to get out their immortality. Those that are resurrected, that are saints, the first resurrection, they will also get a new body that is immortal. But the people that are living from right now before death rapture, God has already been giving us some changes, restoration, gradual restoration, by even giving knowledge. He said knowledge shall be increased. In the book of Daniel, God said knowledge shall be increased also. And that is why even in the medical world, I've been able to help mankind to go back to gradually. Some people are living up to 110, 115 years old in the life in the world right now because of the good diet or medicine and vitamins and so on. That is part of the progression of restoration. Why? Because every knowledge comes from the Lord. That's why I said knowledge has been increased. You have to remember that. 
Let's look at it again. When, when King David was lamenting, people thought, many people, many believers were using it as if this is how many years God has given to man. No. The last thing that was reported in the book of Moses was in Genesis chapter 6. God said, your days will be 120 years. See? But when King David was lamenting here, I call it a lamenting, because what he was saying is that the days of our years, that's Psalm 90 verse 9. Okay. For all our days are passed away in thy wrath. We spend our years as a tale that is told. That's a lamentation. The days of our years are three score years and ten. That's 70 years. And if by reason of strength they be four score years, yet is their strength, labor, and sorrow, for it is soon cut off and we fly away. Excuse me. So when you listen to that, you know it was lamenting. Because if God is the one that says it has to be 70, you have no, your strength cannot push it beyond 70. No, so it was just lamenting that the days of our years like 70 years old, and even by strength you are able to catch to 80. That was in their generation. I read in a place where one of the friends of David was uh, being invited when David ran away from uh, Absalom. And he, they said, This man that took care of King David, was an old man, and they wanted to bring the man to the, after David came back, they wanted to bring the man to the temple, to the palace of King David, so that David can repay him. And the man said, oh, I'm so old, can I even listen? And how old was that man? That was what David was talking about. If somebody at that said, oh, leave me alone, he was so old, he was a rich man. But see, that was the lamentation. That David was talking about their, their days of their years, the 70. If they get to be 80, they must be strong. But you see, God began to restore by restoring knowledge. And God has to first deal with sin to restore us. And that's why Christ came, redeemed us as many as, many as believed Him. You see, you have to believe and come to Christ. That's the door, is the door. And then you can begin to enjoy all the benefits of power over sickness and diseases, part, part of restoration. Remember, I will restore, say the Lord, let's read it in the book of Joel. Because when God says we restore, it's gradual degradation is what mankind has, and gradual restoration is what God is also going to do for man. And when, he, when God promised that I will restore, say the Lord, the years that the canker worm has eaten, the locusts have eaten, the canker worm, the caterpillar, and the palmer will be. And he said, My great army which I sent among you. Now, I always ask this question from people. I said, That was verse 25. Excuse me. In Jewish chapter 2, verse 25, this is what God promised. Now, people, you have to remember, some of these things look like it was just talking about Israel or was just talking about restoring the corn and the wine. But see, the word of God is powerful. This resolution is not just talking about the corn and the wine. Look at what he said. I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. 
God said, "Is this are His great army?" So, and God said, "He will restore." How is God restore? Just send the army back to where they come from. Okay. Now I pointed this one. I said, "What kill human beings? Germs, bacteria, viruses. All of those things are living things, just like those palma worm, caterpillar, and so." that are eating, that are symbolized, the politically eating plants and uh, the produce that these people should eat. Now, human beings are attacked by all those things that are microscopic organisms, causing diseases, sicknesses, and ultimately death. So when God said they are his great army, that is sent among human beings, so God can call them back also, also. And just like he said, he can call them back from destroying the the land of Israel. The same way, when God is restoring us back to the Garden of Eden that Adam lost, he has to first deal with the sin, also that is the sin nation that brought this cause. Now that that is dealt with in Christ Jesus, because you have to come to Christ to get that new birth, a new heart, born again experience. Then the diseases and things that all this I mean that he said, my great and I said, among you, they are among you, man, they are already in the world because they are unleashed almost like when you open a can of worms and the worms are everywhere. So Christ is now saying, when you come to Christ, those worms should begin to avoid you. Those worms should begin to avoid you when you walk in uprightness with the Lord Jesus Christ that you are now born again. That's why he gave us this authority over all those sicknesses and diseases. You see? Now that's how God is going to begin to restore because when you have the, the sin nature is dealt with, then you have power over sicknesses and diseases by the word of the Lord Jesus Christ. By His right, we were healed. He took our sickness away. So anyone that believes in Him, you, are, you can have that free benefit and that privilege that this sign shall follow you also. You shall cast out devils in His name. These are the worms and the caterpillars and the locusts. You shall lay hands upon the sick, the sea shall recover. That is, if they are in the body of anybody, you lay up on them, those worms die, and you, the body recover. That's what the Bible says. Now, that is part of restoration, restoring us to authority over the things he already said, which you have authority over them, which is the, all these uh, particles, particles, and the germs, and animals that are on the earth. If there are things that are moving upon the earth, say we have authority over them. And Adam lost that authority also. So now Christ is restoring us back by saying, you have authority over these sickness and diseases. Over these caterpillars and parama worms and caterpillars that are causing all this trouble that he said, and great army that are already unleashed on the earth. God doesn't have to unleash it, it is seen unleashed upon the earth. It's like you open a can of worms and the worms fly out. And you get the worms back into their can, either you slit, sort out of them, or you have a way of calling them back into their can also. So God said, I will restore, so you can call them back. But say you can call them back, he will call them back from the world. You can't call them from the world. One the world is still full of sin. So that's why he's dealing with sin in every individual person that comes to Christ. Deal with sin first. Then you are now in a new camp. You are now in a new kingdom. And that is what the Lord is doing. Now, when you are part of this kingdom, which are we believers, we are part of this kingdom of Christ, I will restore to you all these years. Praise the Lord. Maybe some oh, excuse me. So that is part of the restoration, is to restore us back to the authority of all the sickness and diseases.
and then let's go again and look at some of the things that God said we saw. Now, after we have that, to overcome physical death is just going to be as easy because Christ he said He has given authority to call the dead back to life, which is in the spirit world, you can call them back to their physical body. And then people are now living to 120 years. By the time the new kingdom shall come, you allow people to live up to 1,000 years when Christ shall be reigning upon the earth. So that's the solution from. 70, 80 years now. Medically, they are now going to 100 and something years now. And by the time Christ comes, people will be allowed to live almost 1,000 years before the re-judgment again, the re-test, where Satan will be allowed to test them. But we, that are saints of God, we have, when the rapture comes, we have passed into eternity. Remember that we are not the people that are going to be tested for one, at the end of 1,000 years. That's the rest of the world. That have been trained by the weep Christians that come back from the rapture. So that is the resolution that God promised. Praise the Lord. Now let's go now to the last section of this book. You can get some of this and more explanation on Bible verses and so on so that you can see faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. All that we have been describing about how Christ has abolished death and he has given us this invitation for every one of you to come to Christ. If you that is listening to this thing or you read this book or you want to know more, you want to give your life to Christ, just bow your head and confess in Romans chapter 10 verse 9 where he says, if you believe in your heart the Lord Jesus, that is believe that Jesus is your Lord and confess with your mouth that's the mouth maybe verbal confession before people that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead that you believe that he was raised from the dead by the power of God for your justification and you believe that he died on the cross not for his own sin but for you for me for your own sin for our sins if you believe that and confess it with your mouth you say you will be saved that Christ will give you a new heart a new nature the sin nature will be removed from you and you will become a child of God. You must do that. From that day forward that you confess it and you pray unto him and say, Come into my heart, Jesus. I believe in you. I believe you died for me on the cross. You can repeat after me right now. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe you died for me on the cross. I believe you are resurrected by the power of the Holy Ghost. You are raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Ghost, by the power of God. I, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I confess you as my Lord. Come into my heart now. Give me the new birth. And baptize me with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. I'm now here from today. In Jesus' name, let me see no more. Amen. That is it. And then begin to read your Bible. And the Lord will meet you there. And teach you more. Read some more of these exhortations that we have on our website. Gospeldistribution.org That's our website. Gospeldistribution.org Org. When you get this book, you will see chapter 7 where we describe some things that have to do with the, shower, the fire of God. Describing what the scripture has told us that God is a consuming fire. Our God is a consuming fire. That is, He clothed Himself with light. That light, again. let's read the example of what was recorded what Ezekiel said he saw in the manifestation of God. Ezekiel chapter 1 
verse 26 and 27 is what we read. It's already in this book, but I'm, I'm prepared to read it from, to you from the Bible, directly from the Bible. In the book of Ezekiel, when God manifested to Ezekiel, he saw the manifestation of God. And he described what he saw. And what he saw make us to see, to know, understand that our God is a consuming fire. And that is what this last chapter was talking about. And what is going by consuming fire? The light that I, that I have right here, that is electric bulb, is a form of fire. The sun that is shining rays to us, scientists have known that it's like a nuclear fire that is in that sun, that is burning, that's giving us light. And when the Lord Jesus manifested to Apostle Paul on the road to Damascus, on the road to Damascus, he said he saw a ball of light brighter than the sun. A ball of light. And inside that light was the Lord Jesus Christ that talked to him. You see? And that is the type of thing that Ezekiel saw in Ezekiel chapter 1. Let's read it because he described what he saw and God manifested like that occasionally. And that's why he told Moses that no man living can see him with their naked eyes and still live. When Moses said, I want to see your glory. So he said, well, I will put you in a place, cover you with my eyes, with my hand, and I allow you, allow you to see my back part. Which means, after he has almost gone, you see his back. Because it's like if you bring a, the sun that we see right now, if you bring the sun closer to any person, just look at it from the distance. Do you know how, how far the sun is to us? The light is highly with the mature in maybe light years away, who knows? Now, if that sun, if you look at it closely, your eyes can be blinded, no sir. And that was what God told Moses that no man can no man can see him alive, physically alive, and be still alive because the eyes will be blind and burnt because of the radiation that is coming, emanating from the body of our Lord. So when Jesus Christ manifested to Apostle John, Apostle Paul, on the road to Damascus, it was at a distance, but it will be so sharp upon his eyes that that distance, is, it will look like it, but still far away. Because the, more, the, the sun is far away from us, but it looks to us as it's so, so near, not so that's what I'm trying to describe it. And Ezekiel said in verse in chapter 1, let's read it from the Bible. Here is what Ezekiel said is so. He first saw some living creatures in verse 15. And he described those living creatures. And then he went to verse 21. Telling about the living creatures, they are moving like lightning. And then in verse 22. And the likeness of the firmament upon the heads of the living creature was as the color of the terrible crystal. The above their head looked like a, a crystal, almost like see, a platform, like terrible crystal. Stretch forth over their heads above. And under the firmament were their wings straight. The one toward the other, every one had two. 
So he described the farmer and then about 26. And above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne. Which means this living creature he saw, he was seeing the living creature first. He didn't see this thing yet. It was gradual manifestation. He first saw this living creature which are uh, angels or cherubs. They fly phew, phew, phew. And then when they stopped, he was able to see that something was upon the island, like they are carrying something. They have all of them, like it looked like four of them like this. On top of them, like they are carrying, it looked like a plate, which we call a platform. It's called a, a terrible crystal, like a crystal. The color makes it look terrible. That's why it was a terrible crystal. Then he said, then above those, on those top of that crystal was a throne. A throne, like a shear, not so. A throne, we look like a big shear where kings sit, not so. He said, he saw like a throne, verse 26. And the above the family that was over their heads, their heads, one is here, one is here, like they form like a, let's say they form like a rectangle. Those living creatures like a rectangle and, they are, and each one of them, all of them were carrying a, the four of them were carrying a big plate, like you call it crystal. That will look like a big platform upon the four of them. Four people carry this one on this corner also. And on top of that, Christa is what he said, a throne. And then he's going to describe what he saw, the throne. Above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne. As the appearance of a sapphire stone. And upon the likeness of the throne was the likeness of the appearance of a man. Above upon it. You see that? A man on that throne. That is the Son of Man. But Jesus Christ mentioned that the Son of Man that was in heaven, that came down and became a woman being among us. That's what he's saying. But it's going to describe this man. Because you can know if you see somebody told, he said this living creature, he described them that they're living creature means that they don't really look like men if they have feet that look like a horse, not so. And they have wings. Mammies don't have wings. And that's why he described them, that they are just living creatures. But now when you saw the one drawing, it's like a man. You can tell a man, he has two hands, high, one single head, no wing. And you see his feet, it's just like a human being. Because that's a man, not so. Differentiate from a woman also. Differentiate from an animal also. So that was what Ezekiel was describing what he saw. And then verse 27, he went for that. And he's now describing this man. He said, I saw as the color of amber, as the appearance of fire ran about within it, from the appearance of his loins, even upward. But see, you can tell it's a man also. They say it looked like fire, fiery man. From round up, I saw as the crow of amber and the appearance of fire round about within it, from the appearance of his loins even upward, and from the appearance of his loins even downward, I saw as it were the appearance of fire and entire brightness round about. This, this man is glowing. That is like you see a glow. Like if you see a, a, a lamp, a, 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 a somebody standing, but it's just a trace of a human being, but the figure is a, is a lamp, a light, light legs. It's like a you can tell, that's why I call it fire. It's like glowing. That's why it's, but it says it's, it's, it's a description of a man. And I saw it's why the appearance of fire it had brightness around about, and the appearance of the bow that is in the cloud in the day of rain. So was the appearance of the brightness around about. This was the appearance of the light of the glory of the Lord. When I saw it, I fell upon my face. 
and I had a voice of one that spoke. So you can see God was clothed with light. That's what I'm trying to point to you that he has manifested to a second. And when Jesus Christ came upon the earth, he said, This is the Son of Man which is in heaven. That's what he said when he said, No, we say no man has ascended up to heaven except he that descended. Even with the Son of Man which is in heaven. That is Jesus Christ himself that was on that throne that Ezekiel saw. And he was not trying to, and he told us that he was what I came down and then he went back to heaven. See? If you don't believe it, you better read it again. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 26 and 27. And what Jesus Christ said in the Gospel of John, chapter 3, about himself. No man has ascended to heaven, but he that descended from heaven, the Son of Man which is in heaven. And that is the Son of Man that Ezekiel said he saw on the throne. Like a glowing human being, glowing fire. And man say, our God is a consumer. That is the image he created in man. That is a clothed man with light also. So let us make man in our image. And he make man in his own image. That's why we are like him. In this form, in this structure. But the light that was covering Adam lost it. When he disobeyed and the light was going. Like I said, the Christ is back into that light. He's going to make us to have that type of light. That is our goal and our our destination brethren and he's calling you to receive jesus if you have not received if you have received jesus christ look unto him don't miss this glory let us all pursue it don't miss this glory because it's the glory that god wanted to give that he has promised to give to mankind and we are to strive to enter in like he said he said are you that overcome it shall inherit all things we are to overcome all the obstacles to overcome all the challenges and trials and I just pray that Lord for everyone that are listening that give us the grace to overcome to stand the test to stand till the end to confess Christ till the end because we know where we are going we know who we are following and he has said it is finished Christ said it is done that is new heaven this are the, that is the type of body we shall be wearing glowing in the new heaven in the new heaven and the new earth we shall be glowing like that like our father God and he will be in us we say God in the Son, the Son in us. See, our Father in me, I in them. That's how we are going to be glowing for eternity. And we have everlasting righteousness that cannot sin anymore. That is the plan of God. Go and listen to some of the other sermons. I just pray, Lord, that you make everyone that are listening to this be challenged to want to enter that goal, enter that veil, enter that inner shame, enter that glory that you have purchased for mankind, you have purchased it back by your blood, that you can come back, you can bring us back to that glory that Adam lost. That is your plan, Lord Father God, for us. And I pray, Lord God, that we all and those that are listening to this, we want to press in, aspire to the goal of this overcomers in the name of Jesus Christ. He that overcomes shall inherit all things. Yes, we shall overcome through Jesus Christ that is in us, and we shall inherit all things in Jesus' name. God bless you. Gospel Distribution Ministry